This is Cartoon Joe, and you're listening to the Movie Podcast Network. We're here to ask you to head over to Patreon and show us some support. If you've ever dreamed of unlocking the Rob-based nude photo archive, or if you've been wanting to sponsor the official GeekCast Live Pony, go to Patreon and pledge accordingly. That's patreon.com slash geekcastlive. Cartoon Joe here. If you enjoy what we do and you'd like us to do more of it, please be sure to like and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. And be sure to leave us a five-star review. Apparently, that stuff matters, and we've been not paying attention to it for the past four years. So give us five stars today. Thanks. If you want to get in contact with us outside of the show, be sure to check us out at GeekCast Live on the Facebook machine, or check us out on Twitter at GeekCast Live. Nico here, looking for more great content. Just a reminder to check out our good buddies over at waywardraven.com. For cool gear, novelties, fun stuff, check them out. Enter our discount code. You know what it is. It's Neckbeard for 15% off your order. Check them out at waywardraven.com. If you Player want one some coffee? really good Whoa. coffee. Roasted by gamers for gamers. Get yourself some Player One coffee at playeronecoffee.com. Enter our discount code. You know what it is. Geekcast Live. And get yourself a certain amount of money off on First Person Smoother. Check them out at at playeronecoffee.com. It's God's gift to gamers. Previously on GCL. I gotta turn the light off because Adam Levine is just fucking giving me the eyes. Blinding. He's creeping on you. He really is. I, I should make that go away. It's a trap! Hey everybody, welcome to episode <laughs> 208 of the GeekCast Live podcast. Hi. That's Nick. Also here today. Russell Crowe. Uh, Rob Bass. And Cartoon Joe. And we are balls of fate. I'm actually not a ball of fate. I'm I'm comfortably numb and I have a cold uh, tomato juice. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's that's uh, Pink Floyd would be rolling over in their grave. Jealous. They drink their tomato juice warm. Uh, no, they, they were big tomato guys. Mm. I had one of those. Uh, How is Paul tonight? <laughs> I, had, <laughs> I had one of those uh, Budweiser's that are also tomato. <laughs> How drunk were you at That's the like point where you the consumed three that? Worst possible things to come. Have you guys yeah. never had one of those? <laughs> no. Well, let me ask you this. Let's take. The clam. I'll try anything once. Let's take the clam out of it. You ever had? Ever oh. had a beer with like a tomato back? Yes. I yeah. have. I mean, it's not awful, but it's doesn't. I don't. I would never no, it's credit. Not it's not like hey. no. So it's it's just. A, it it's sounds just like a hangover. Mixing here. those. It is. It's exactly what it is. It's <laughs> a uh, like a hey. It's day two, and uh, I'm not sleeping in, so I better wake up and like I need like a like a Red Bull and a Budweiser with Clamato in it. At, at that point, at that point, just make me a Bloody Mary. I need some hair of the dog and its blood. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't like Bloody Mary. <laughs> Make me a Bloody Mary really? except with half normal vodka and then crack two Xenadrin right into it. I've and had uh, I've had stir. way too many like gimmick Bloody Marys that Oh, that's that's one no, of- it's where it's just basically salt and tomato. No, you make yourself and a like good one. 14 pieces of bacon on a kebab. <laughs> Well, well, I've also had I've also had the well and the hottest fucking hot sauce you can dump in there. Yeah, too. you've got to you've mm-hmm. got to put some real vegetable in there. You've got to put the celery salt, some real hot sauce. You can't you can't drown it in salt, and and, uh, and and off you go. Well, I've seen I've see from I'm with you. I that is if I'm going to have a Bloody Mary, that's the one I want. Rarely do I ever want a Bloody Mary, but I've had way too many where it's like it's just cold tomato juice and vodka. And then I've also mm. had too many mm. words like, like we put a moons over my hammy, three turkey legs, a cheeseburger, fried chicken, licorice, yeah. uh, that. that's that's seventeen that. green olives, and our entire antipasta plate in your bloody mary, <laughs> and we call it like Mike's bloody, 
uh, because you're at Mike's. And, and it costs you $17. Right. And you got to, by the time you fucking. Yeah, but for a whole fucking turkey leg, totally worth yeah, it. Yeah, but by the time you eat the <laughs> shrimp cocktail and the double bacon cheeseburger, the fucking thing's warm. Right. So I don't want it. Yeah, the uh, the little mini onion at that point, the flavor profile's gone. Uh, people also tend to just think because you're throwing it in a, in a mixer because it's a you know sort of a well drink that it's okay to to use like your leftover like dark eyes or fucking skull. No, you should always. You can't, you can't make a bloody with cheap vodka either because then it just well. Dark eyes as a hangover cure is like homeopathy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like gay conversion therapy. Right. Wait, no, yes. Ask wrong. Mike Pence. Well, that's exactly where I was going. Were you watching John Oliver recently? <laughs> I, well, I wasn't. Watch the John Oliver from two weeks ago. Can we can I talk about that? For, for, oh, are we talking about Marlon Bundo? Oh, we're talking about Marlon Bundo. That's why you're my guy, Rob. <laughs> yes. <You're> my guy. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love we, we, we were watching you wanna, it. Do you want to tell us? I was watching it with Lynn and looked over and because I wasn't paying attention, I was laughing, looked over and she had her phone out and, and ordered two of them. All right. So do you want to do you want to explain this uh, story? Like what what's what all of this is? I don't think I can. OK, Rob, I don't so, think I can do it. So I, make them go back and just watch. All right. Watch so two weeks ago is John Oliver. Yes, absolutely. Do that. I mean, do that. Uh, so so uh, for our listeners, uh, so Mike Pence and his wife had put together a little story for children, uh, which they had in turn published and whatnot. And the story is about their uh, rabbit, whose name is Marlon Bundo. Um, which is a great name for a rabbit. Fantastic. It's a great it's a great can't rabbit. Deny that. Incredible, can't incredible deny that. name. Objectively well, well done. Uh, well, uh, in turn, John Oliver and his staff decided that they were going to write a story that had a similar rabbit whose name was coincidentally also Marlon Bundo. <laughs> and it to be the rabbit of a vice president. Right. Living uh-huh. in a very similar house. And uh the story is about this rabbit who wants to get married to his rabbit boyfriend. And uh, there's a cockroach. No, it's a stink bug. There's a stink bug in there who looks eerily similar, coincidentally. Who, who has a tight white coat. He looks a lot like Cotton Hill. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <It's>, uh, <laughs> yes. Mike, Mike Pence is a big, big, big fan of Focus on the Family and not such a big fan of, you know, People's right to love who they want. So <laughs> right. Um, so fuck you, Mike Pence. Uh, so there, so there's so, Marlon so, Bundo, so, and then there's gay Marlon. Well, go go to yeah, and, go and, to. Uh, and, hold on a second, Rob. Why why Rob's telling the story, Joe and Ryan? Go to Amazon and look up. Uh, what is it called? A day in the life of shit. What the hell? One is, I believe, a day in the life of the vice president, and the other one is a day in the life of Marlon Bundo. Yeah, but they're listed right on top of each other in the, in the Amazon bookstore. Same price, same co- Just look it up. Uh, uh, one of them has a John bow tie, which uh, yes, one of them has a right. has a rainbow bow tie, and the other one sucks. Looks like a regular rabbit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and John Oliver's book, for the record, is like, from what I understand, beating the dog snot out of and all the, the other all book the in terms of the sales. John Oliver book. Go to I think the Trevor Project and like mm-hmm. AIDS and, uh, and, and AIDS research. Yep. Uh, fund so so it's definitely worth it one go out and buy the book it's a great story and you're doing a great thing and two you're just pissing off mike pence you're just straight waylaid <laughs> pence profit so it's really a win-win so we have two currently on order coming our way so. i'm looking at the pictures that stink bug you know what's awesome? They're they're on Audible too, and John Lithgow does the voice of the stink bug. Oh, there's like an incredible cast. Like it I is. think they had RuPaul on there. Um I'm trying to think of who else there. Uh they've got Jim Parsons as the bunny. <laughs> uh yep. it's it's well done. So there. Mixing politics and humor. And geekery. What else Good is stuff. up besides hating on? That's the most congregationalist UCC cat I've ever seen. 
<laughs> Sorry, I just turned to that last page there. Yeah. <laughs> where, where it says dill pickle was especially good uh-huh. <laughs> we had two handsome groom otters named muffin and cubby <laughs> flower mouse named hiccup and his family was performed by a cat named pajama who brought her wife as a date <laughs> sweet oh that's excellent I love that the hedgehog's name is Dill Prickle. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know I needed that. This has made my day better. Thank you, Nick. It is absolutely your porn name too, Joe. (laughs) Dill Prickle? (laughs) Dill Prickle. Yep. 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 Uh, For a while, I thought for sure you'd make a really buck jam, but nope. Dill Prickle. Jam, buck jam, uh, almost as good as Johnny Depp. No, nothing's really We're quite just... as good as Johnny Depp currently. <laughs> uh, so, what else is uh, what's up in the world, gents? I'm a little slow this week. <coughs> you mean besides um, Jersey Shore coming back to TV right. with Rose? Everything and old Ruby is Brown? new again. Oh. <sighs> We've talked about this on this show before multiple times. We are certainly not unique in our uh, powerful segue. That one. Well, we we have charged the battery on all of our segues. <laughs> you know, whether it's on this network or just anywhere where people are trying to make new creative projects, I think it, there's a relative disgust at the. I guess lack of creativity. Maybe it's not even lack of creativity, but such a willingness to take the path of least resistance, especially when it comes to Hollywood feature films. I know, I guess they got to churn out a quota. You know, they got to put keep people employed or whatnot. But just the the sheer gross nature of of this remake uh, culture. Yeah, good way to put it. This remake culture is is. It's it's it's, it's jumped the shark. I mean, it's just it's it's trying to just deal in nostalgia with no substance. Oh yeah, like well, we, we were at what point in time did we really, really, truly need a Roseanne <laughs> reboot? Well, you know right. what? To be honest with you, that that strangely didn't offend me as much as as other reboots. And here's and here's why. And I haven't watched any of it. Uh, but the fact that they that it's enough time has passed where it, it, doing that I suppose could feel like an homage, especially when you manage to bring the original cast back and have it be sort of a it's not really as much of a of a remake as it is just a really 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 late sort of sequel. And I, that doesn't that doesn't offend me to my core the same way. Uh, for example, on the hot list of remakes right now is like, now they're dipping into like things I think, uh, are, are, are sacred cows like roadhouse remake. I mean, right. that shouldn't be done. They should have done a ghostbusters. It just, and Hollywood or the box offices spoke on that one to some degree. It's not because of the women thing. We went through all that before, but just. There are certain things I think are somewhat untouchable, and uh, nothing seems like it's off limits right now, including their. Well, the other thing too is. Well, the other thing too is it's like um, they're bringing back. They're doing a uh, a Jersey Shore new New Jersey Shore sequel, if you will. Honestly, what's what's most impressive about that is uh, the the new Supreme Court rulings that allow you to sign actual melanomas to contracts. (laughs) It's incredible. (laughs) I mean, you want to talk about creative imagination? California, yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Uh, It was on the same uh, track as the California raisins. (laughs) I just think it's sun damage. It's the reason, and this is, it's weird that we're talking about this. We, you brought up Roseanne because Roseanne didn't bother me. The, Roseanne doesn't bother me either. And maybe it's because I actually liked Roseanne. I mean, I remember I have fond memories of watching Roseanne as a family. But what I think is interesting about Roseanne 
where other remakes I don't think get it is uh, Roseanne. It's a completely different show now than it was then, but it's still the same show. Does that make sense? Yeah, because they're not trying to to they're not trying to redo the original characters and character dynamics. Correct. It's just the same characters. Yeah, it's more like a sequel. I mean, right? Because right. I mean, it's not they're not pretending to be well and the it's, age it's that they were and the dynamic of of kids in the house or that they were. Also, I mean, but by that logic, you could still say that like. <laughs> A Jersey Shore sequel and a Bridezilla sequel and, you know, all of this, like, other just kind of garbage filler television is what we, like, incidentally should have or or, or we will, it's okay because it's a progression of a previous series. And I just think that's, well, I would much I, rather I, see people try and I'm, creatively create shit instead of. Where I'm, where, I'm, where I'm disagreeing with you, Rob, is that do you think for any second that this Jersey Shore reunion is going to be any different than any of the Jersey Shore you've watched previously? Or is it going to be the same shit? I can assume that it's only going to be the same garbage, but... This Roseanne reboot is... It's a different show. I mean, in that like... uh, Like, the character of Roseanne is a Trump supporter on the show. The old Roseanne wouldn't have supported Trump. Um... Right, they were like a they were a big union household, right. if I remember. But on, but on the other hand, they also have a grandson who's trans, like trans fluid or something. Gender, I think. Gender, gender fluid. fluid, gender fluid, and so there's it's a, not a real thing. And a zombie, a, uh, zombie John Goodman, which and is, a zombie John Goodman. But there's like there, it's it's like a it's it's the same show, but it's updated and different. Where and that's where like that to me is still creating something new. And maybe like I know we were dish, we were dissing on Murphy Brown, but yes, we were and are. And maybe Murphy Brown comes back and it Roseanne's itself, where it's a different show. But I don't see I don't I don't I don't see where that. What can they do different about fucking Murphy Brown? I I almost I almost I mean I look at I must I didn't realize until you just brought all this up, but I must look at TV shows in a totally different avenue, and maybe it's because. One, they're just to me. TV shows aren't quite as impactful to me personally as a movie because I look at and I'm just I'm pulling growing pains out of my ass because I'm thinking of old shows. I couldn't pinpoint like one episode of that that like you know strikes a chord with me or something. I remember watching a show like that over the course of multiple years. So, but but I've watched you know you went to a class movie on Roadhouse and I've watched that you know twenty times or whatever. Or more, um, it's a more. I don't know. It's a more standalone or intimate piece. So I don't. I don't. I don't get this worked up. But TV shows are so constantly, you know, taking flyers on trash. I mean, a million things get greenlit and piloted that are still turned anything. So I, I don't. I don't know. Do you feel the same? I mean, the TV's TV's moving to a medium where I feel like it can actually compete in terms of like putting out a story that's as quality as something that you would or and as impactful. Not on network TV though, where they do remakes. I I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, Arrow was really good, like really good, and stood out and above. Mm. Uh, You get things like um, I mean, the transcendent stuff though is on is on your pay channels or your Netflix or. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that, but, but I, I think that if they continue in this cycle of just kind of reprocessing things over and over again, you'll never have an opportunity to grow. You're going to, you, you'll get the same viewers and maybe a handful of more. And then after the second season of Roseanne, you'll taper off immediately and people are going to lose interest. Like, I can't imagine that's going to, like, uh, are they bringing it back for a season? Is it going to have staying power? It's, it's already got... Like, you've already seen Roseanne before. Like, you, you, like, that's great, and they did it well the first time through. Do we really need more of that whenever we could try and put something else out? If they want to do something that talks about... Are you, are you, are you saying commentary, that using the... 
are you are you saying that there's only so much capacity in a TV schedule that we shouldn't be using that capacity for retreads of old things? Yeah, I, yeah. Basically, I mean, there's only so many hours in a day and so many channels and shit. And on top of that, like you, you've got. Yeah. It's just is such, that really true anymore, Rob? I mean, I feel like there's a never-ending. Well, you're not wrong, especially with for television or television. There's especially not with streaming services, mainstream sitcoms on on traditional channels. So, but how are um, they? How are they planning on competing with all of these uh, people who are creating new original content constantly? I don't think they can. I think, that's, I think they're desperate. and That's what it feels like. And it feels like it's just a desperate grab to just try and stay relevant in this. Well, that's, know, why they're, that's why they're overpaying to keep trying to produce episodes of uh, Big Bang Theory. And it's like fucking 12th season. It's the same shows from eight years ago. But Not only that, but they've added Young Sheldon. Oh, Oh, yeah. It's just uh, horrible. Because, I mean, there there is a certain segment of the population, audience population, that is just, you know, couch potato creatures of of habit, if you want to be generous. (laughs) And it's it's kind of, it's fish in a barrel to try and, and keep them on the line and trap them. So, sure. Well, and I think part of it is a lot of this is in response to, the market disruption that is caused by all of the uh, streaming services mm-hmm. and the the ability to create new and original content. And uh, rather than do that, it is cheaper and more cost effective to try and play people's nostalgia organs and just get a little bit of more pennies out of people uh, a little Show bit at time. a time. Let no, me, I'm, I'm not saying it's I mean, that goes back I'm to that. No, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm right. with you. just saying that's what it is, I think. Yeah, I agree with you. It's just, it's so sure, disturbing. but that's, that's it, why it, I don't watch is. network TV hardly at all anymore. No, I, I don't. You know, the only reason I pay for it is because it makes my internet cheaper. <laughs> network TV exists to bring me sports in my world. But sure. uh, anyhow, so so there is it, it is coming back around to the small screen, but on the big screen, it's even more viral. And I don't mean that in like the trendy new nomenclature, but like in the it uh, gets into your organs and, and destroys your your soft tissues and cells type of virus. Um, I think I think I saw this is just for 2018 or 2018, 2019. Uh, Ace Ventura reboots, 48-hour reboots, a, a, a third rendition of Charlie's Angels. Nice. Um, the one the one that I know will offend Ryan the most is a Naked Gun remake. Starring who? who? Ed, Ed Helms. What? Mm-hmm. And, it's not a, a- and it's not a comedy. <laughs> it ha- when okay. you say naked gun, you're talking about the Leslie Nielsen, right? Yep. Ed Helms playing like le- like Frank Drebin's grandson or something, and it's a he's a straight man. It's a it's a like a sleuth drama. Stop it. I'm just all I can do, all I can do is name. report what the what the media outlets give me. Uh, Did you so, call it the false detective? Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's what. Uh, that stuff offends me. It offends me to my core. The Roadhouse thing, starring Ronda Rousey as Swayze, by the way. Just, just so you know, um, not a sexist thing. Just come on, and it, it goes on and on. Um, sure, The Crow with Jason Momoa actually could be good. Is that true? Never-ending story. Oh, yeah. Flight of the Navigator too. Come on, yeah, kiss my ass, whoever. Lions Gate or whoever's got a hold of that, just kiss my ass. How many times has American Psycho been remade already? Well, I don't. I think the first one wasn't a remake. Is it really just the once plus a TV show? Yeah, the first one wasn't a remake. It was just a version of the book. Hmm. Gotcha. Why did I feel like it was? A, oh yeah, based off of the nineteen ninety one novel. Why did I feel like that was a remake of something from? Because there was a movie ago. called Psycho from long ago. Ah. 
That's it. Which was remade starring Vince Vaughn, but nobody wants to talk about it. Yep. Um, That's why I've conflated them. No one wants to talk about it. Ooh, nice use of conflate. So, uh, I don't know. Those, those, Are you short circuit? Yeah. I'm just reading yeah, through the yeah. IMDb list. Oh, right yeah. Now. Oh, uh, here's the only one. And Weird I, this, science. This, this is for you, Joe. The only one that I saw that, that didn't make me see red was a a police academy reboot, and only because apparently Key and Peel have the reins. That's amazing. Well, and this so, one, uh, this one calls itself the eighth installment of the Police Academy comedy franchise. Now here's now here's my question. Here's okay, because let's make a differentiation here, Nick. Mm-hmm. Sequel versus remake. Would, would you rather have Gutenberg and the cast come back, or would you rather them? I'm going to give you three options. Mm-hmm. Or would you rather them? Uh, create a whole new cast of characters or recast traditional characters. Like, for example, uh, Jason Sudeikis as uh, Tackleberry. If if you're holding a gun to my they have to, you're going to have to do something. I'd rather it be all new characters, all new storyline. There can't be another Tackleberry. There can't be another Hightower. There can't be another Jones. They just can't. I, I it's, that's it's, the. Uh, I would. I would rather. I would rather them if they're gonna. If Key and Peele are doing Police Academy, give me a whole new cast of characters. Like this is a. If I had my druthers. Yeah, and I'd like like they're gonna do a Lethal Weapon, another Lethal Weapon remake. You know. Uh, the, Correct. The, why? There's no one. Can, as much as I hate his his psychotic anti-Semitic ass, they're. The only Murtaugh and the only Riggs, the only Riggs can be Mel Gibson. Just that's just that's what it is. Um, I agree with you. You know, I, I don't know. It 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 irks me. There's also a, there's also Shaft. Rambo, a new Rambo Shaft. coming out. <laughs> really? Uh, uh, Bollywood, a Bollywood Rambo. Yeah. Uh, I am so in for that. Yeah. I need more Bollywood in my life. Well, you're you're gonna get it. <laughs> the best is when because uh, they can't show certain types of violence on television; they just dance it out. It's funny that you say that because the guy that is playing it is like the resident Bollywood Hugh Jackman, and uh, nice. he's a, he's a big song and dance man. I don't even know why I'm talking about it. It's just I went down a rabbit hole. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess at a certain point, there just isn't such a. Well, we could get off on a real tangent here about how uh, technology advancement in and of itself mutes some of the grassroots creative impulses in people. Mm -hmm. You know, our exposure to other people's thoughts and ideas um, just by proxy dampens, you know, your own creativity. So maybe we're just, I've I've made our own monster here, but it's sucky. Uh, Good point. There's like four seasons of Black Mirror that are just encapsulated in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I think about every time I I think about like Founding Fathers, which is a real segue (laughs) here, but like how brilliant like George Washington or Thomas Jefferson was and how less brilliant they would have been if they had like TV and smartphones and fucking radios and stuff. I mean, they just have, you have a brilliant inherent mind and then a ton, a ton of free time of which you have to exercise that mind because you're not being fed a constant stream of, of inputs. Mm-hmm. That got Robert deep. So, anybody watching baseball? baseball. <laughs> <laughs> My man Shoei Olatani went uh, hit his first dinger. He's done Those were all man of things you just said. No, he he also sent of like uh, three hit ball the other day. So yeah, he's a uh, he's he's the DH and starting every fifth day. <laughs> Kudos for originality. Yeah, it's amazing. I've already forgotten the name of that person. <laughs> <laughs> I just Joe Shedgehawk. 
I'm like, who is like Shiwi Mawadani? I don't. That's you're, you're pretty close. Shinto Origami, Joe. <laughs> Shiwi. The Buddhist art. What? Sorry. Shiwi. <laughs> yeah, like the stand up to pee cone. No, that's the that's what ladies use. That's the one. What? Yeah. Hell yeah. Is that not what you were talking about? No, I, I never said you. Yeah, yes, that's what I was talking about. Okay. Nailed it. <laughs> uh. Speaking of nostalgia, well, we're going to talk about Ready Player One later. Speaking of other things, Steven Spielberg can step on and his dick falls in an outlet. Uh, he's, he's lined himself up for a West Side Story big budget Cinemaplex project. <sighs> so there's that for you. Naturally. Why? He's had it. It's one of those things that he's had a labor of love thing going for 20 years that he's wanted to do. So there's that. So fucking weird. Who Who is this again? Sorry. I missed the Spielberg. Spielberg. Oh, Spielberg. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Huh. So there were, so Deadpool was going to be a cartoon. Yeah, it was. It was. It was going to be led by our favorite guy, uh, Donald Glover. He is one of my favorite guys. Truly. Yeah, love George McFly. Love him. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody calls me chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that would have been fun. Even on FX, that would have been fun, probably. Yeah, it just seems uh, it just kind of came out of nowhere. It seems well attraction for it, and then uh, out of nowhere, FX and Fox just kind of said, "Oh, this isn't going to be a thing anymore." We'd rather show more episodes of Roseanne. Right. I'm just kidding. I don't even know if they're on the same network. It is not probably. Well played. Oh, uh, but no, it's just uh, it's it's disheartening, especially seeing like it's it's one of those things that uh, going back to this like uh, reboot culture and things like it it would have been very refreshing seeing something like this. Like I, I guess it's something similar to Rick and Morty, but if they like for uh, Marvel, they can they can get into the animation, get something out there that's you know kind of gritty, edgy. Can, talk about a lot of things that they can't talk about and all of their other projects like the MCU and Although I'm 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 pretty sure I'm totally in actual agreement with you Rob on the other hand to play devil's advocate isn't this just Archer but with a superhero skin Eh, I mean to what extent? Just like no, somebody just, talking just, about meta humor. You have a crass animated series that's talking about uh, socio-political issues. Uh, I mean, if that's the case, they're all just rip-offs of South Park, and South Park rips something else off. I'm sure before that. Sure, undoubtedly. But at that point, what's the diff? Can you honestly say it's original? Um. Well, I mean, putting it in that light, I guess not. It's just as original as every other thing. <laughs> what's that fucking thing? I mean, uh, who was it? There's nothing new under the sun. Well, basically, but, I mean, it's when they talk a lot about, like, like fantasy games and fantasy things. There's no new fantasy. Right. Every fantasy is at least influenced heavily by one of the other things that came before it. Absolutely. Right. So there's for sure. there's nothing original. I mean, hell, even Stranger Things right now is is getting sued by a guy who said I had this idea first, and it was a it was a show called Montauk. Um, Go under a rock and and fucking smash. Right, I mean, everything, everything. There's nothing wholly Montauk at all anymore. What would make no, what would make Deadpool original is while well, you could say, isn't it just Archer only? It's a superhero. You could say, well. Yeah, the difference is is that there isn't any animated archer like superhero shows on TV. Absolutely. Look, and then further, true. we haven't had that type of show from Donald Glover. Absolutely. You know, or or necessarily him, What's that? Who if you watched him in Community, you would know how truly 
fucking funny he is. Absolutely. Oh yeah. We're just I mean, I grew up watching his stand up. For Derek Comedy oh, shit. Oh god, Derek Comedy was my jam. I forgot about that. Oh. So good. I'm gonna share you guys some videos. With a young a young Don Glover. <laughs> what Don was he? In? Derek Comedy. It was uh oh. uh some of the internet's earliest sketch comedy. Really? Mm-hmm. On the old YouTube, at least, and such. There was an old YouTube? Yeah. It was called the Me Too. <laughs> really? Was, Are you fucking yeah. with me? No, absolutely. It was right around the same time as Face Space came out. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> you fucking guy. All right. My Good uh, Face Space? Yeah. Was it My Face Good Book? Which was that, Ron? Uh, I, think it was my, I think it was Good Book. It was My, my Face Good Book. Right, right. <laughs> Speaking of cool, Ethan. Right. <laughs> Speaking of cool, Ethan. Isn't that? Wasn't uh, that? Uh, didn't that originate that night? <laughs> we, yeah. we were we were big on the My Face Good Book. Yes, we were. <laughs> we might have been the first people to do it. Initial investors, I think. Right. Founders. We were at it. We were going to an investors meeting. That's right. God damn. I wish I had that fucking guy's contact. You know he's on Facebook. He's still, on, he's still on MySpace. <laughs> uh, I wonder if you could Guaranteed. find him. By he's still friends with Tom. You could find him just by looking for people named Shauna and then going from there. <laughs> sure. It's the most amazing thing that ever happened to me. Oh, it's, it's up there. It all started on a quest to find a used N64. Fucking. <laughs> They should. Night. They could make a movie, but it that whole night, or that whole ride home was like um. It would have played well in the in the movie in the first Hangover. Or or the like twenty the twenty one Jump Street movie. <laughs> yes. It would have worked out just 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 Fucking right. Ridiculous. There. Jesus. Did we did we Kobe fillets that night? No, that was the first night. That was a different night. Yeah, that was the night. Oh, that's right. We were we were we were having a fantasy football trade party at a Buffalo Wild Wings that night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we were. The the you first. Gotta... I'm I'm confused. Which day are we on? Well, that was that was on a Monday night. It was for Monday Night Football. Okay, I, well, I was just uh, I was trying to figure out how you getting a Kobe beef fillet at a Buffalo Wild Wing. No, 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 no. The Kobe beef fillet was two nights before that. Oh, when, okay, gotcha. when our when our good friend TJ made the mistake of saying, "Hey, let's go to this. Let's go to Chamberlain's, which is gotcha. Texas Steakhouse in <laughs> Dallas. Let's go to Chamberlain's." And Nick and I said, I, "I'm not paying to go to Chamberlain's." And he said, "No, it's on me." And we said, "Well, how fast?" Let me call the cab. The cab. <laughs> I got there, and the guy said, "Our special today is the sampler. You get the eight ounces of our Kobe." You get eight ounces of our Wagyu, and you get uh, eight ounces of our ribeye um, for like sixty four ninety nine. That comes with two sides. They're family styles, so they're a la carte. And I was like, oh, yes. That's the one I want. We'll, we'll take the sautéed mushrooms and uh, go with Palm the crab treats. cakes and a flight of your <laughs> finest bourbons. Right. And do you have, do you have tartare? We'll take the tartare. <laughs> yeah. Sir, we don't do, we don't do bourbon <laughs> flights. Can... Just, just make one up. That if you, know, you don't do bourbon flights, okay, then I want two fingers of four different bourbons <laughs> in four separate glasses, please. Dealer's choice. <laughs> and then I remember we got a text from Justin <laughs> saying, hey, I'm at the hotel. Where are you at? We said, we're at Chamberlain's. He said, do they do carry out? <laughs> so we asked, they said, uh, yeah. And then we said, we'll have another of those Wagyu samplers. <laughs> To go, to go, and TJ, TJ got the bill, and he was like, "Hey guys, uh, look at it. It's gonna be, you know." And we were like, "No, uh, uh-uh. it's on you, friend. You said you're buying. We we got wings. To- That's on me. I got you covered. <laughs> right, I'll cover your ten piece yep. wing on, on, on fifteen cent wing Monday night. Right. <laughs> God damn. Cold blooded. That was a trip." But well, this what a trip. 
And that one chick was doing whippets and then like what like broke the axle on her car so she wouldn't yeah. give us a ride. Her front like her front left tire was at like a uh some sort like of forty five yeah, it was like forty five when a <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't but it was like I was saying it wouldn't it wasn't a forty five, it was like a I'm Did just saying it was at a rakish angle. Yeah, let's guess on Dutch angle. Because it, it wasn't forty-five; it was either like thirty-eight or forty-eight. It was at, that was the angle. It wasn't. If it was a perfect forty-five, she just couldn't turn left. She'd have been fine. It was like, like, like and, and it was her and her attractive friend, and they were like, "We'll ride you home." But just so you know, on the way here, I did so many whippets, I blacked out, and then we fucking curb. My- I think we jumped a curb. I mean, it's, it's drivable, right? Look at it. I mean, you could probably make it. Like, sweetheart, there's no tie rod ends. Right. See those two pieces laying behind the car? Those need to be with the On car. the car. Yeah. <laughs> I we call that a sway bar link. <laughs> oh, God damn. I wish you guys were there so much. But I don't because there's no way we could have fit in Cool Ethan's car. No. <laughs> As is, we were testing well, uh, all the factory shocks on that Ford Fiesta? Ford Fiesta. No. Focus. Ford it was Focus. A, it was a focus. That he bought from Troy Aikman. How many times have we told this story on this show? Not oh, many. Not new. <laughs> I don't yeah. Bought it from Troy Aikman. God damn it. Not the dealership. <sighs> Anywho. I bet he's dead. He's probably dead. Self-inflicted. <laughs> yes. Rest in peace. Most likely the, uh, the autoerotic kind of self-infliction. Yeah, he had a velvet rope look about him. That <laughs> <laughs> felt nice. Uh, well, against Anywho. The, against the skin. <laughs> you know the... That's the title of your autobiography, by the way. Against the skin? Yeah. Hey, I don't know if you noticed, and this is going to be a real... Uh, what was it we were blamed for being... What word was it our, after our first episode? We were blamed for being too... It wasn't niche... Esoteric. esoteric. Foul mouth. Esoteric. Really? <laughs> it might have been esoteric. It was esoteric. This is going to sound, this is real inside baseball, but I believe all four of us are part of a. F- Too esoteric. Are part of a Facebook messenger group concerning the Ice and Fire Con. Oh, yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah. I, oh, oh, yeah. Joe from the Northwoods there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I'm Gordy Watermole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the musky swim? Yeah. Yeah, I caught myself a muskie there on the flowage there. You know, up by the on the Chippewa there. Anyway. Is Margaret like ethnic food? Yeah, well, no, she doesn't. That's why we don't go to the Taco Bell all that often. <laughs> uh, anyway. I don't even. Oh, they changed everybody's name. I don't know if you noticed that. I did. I did notice. You no, noticed? I, I haven't been in the group. Well, everybody's name has. Lada, L A D A in it after named after one of the members. Right, and I I didn't know it. They someone changed my name to Beef Lada, and (laughs) I I saw it. I was like, that's so fucking perfect. Beef Lada. (laughs) Oh fuck! It is fun. It is fun. I've got I don't know the, what mine is. I haven't participated. I've got some. Uh, I've got some presents for you guys too. From at the end of the month when we go see, uh, we go to Ohio. I got some some gifts for you. Did they ship those Steven Seagal books? <laughs> no, no, I did get some sweet shades today, though. Nice, nice. for your Nick, costume. You'll love them. You'll love them. You'll want a pair. No, I'm super intrigued. I, I'm in. I need some new shades. Are they like giant teardrop style? <laughs> no, they're um uh they make except for the nose pad where your you know where your nose goes, it's a perfect mm-hmm. rectangle. Oh, pure a-hole. <laughs> I like it. Yep. And they are like it's like sl- terminators, like wraparound they're, squares. They're hyper or? they're hyper reflective too. Excellent. Oh yeah, they go from like temple to temple. <laughs> and they go from like the tip of my nose to the top of my forehead. It's my whole top face. I look like uh, I look like Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a Christmas gem. 
haven't made a good wait. Steven Universe reference in a while. <laughs> no, no, you haven't. No, you haven't. Glad uh, you did, though. Gotta get my quota up. Gotta get those numbers up. Gotta pump them numbers. Oh, shit. Hey, Rob. <laughs> yes. Speaking on this week, brother. Oh, let's see. Um, this week, oh, uh, I've been playing a uh, a new game on the old iPhone here that's called Evolution. Uh, it's based on a board game that I think came out uh, a couple of years, or might have been last year at Gen Con, uh, and they're moving it to mobile. And uh, yeah, I backed the uh, Kickstarter uh, forever ago and finally got my beta access to it. And it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Basically, you're competing with other AI at this point in time, eventually other players. uh, And you uh, create these different species of creatures to try and um, basically survive through six turns, seven turns, something like that. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun, actually. I really enjoy it. It's uh, the appropriate amount of strategic, but simple enough that I feel like anybody could like sit down and pick it up. Uh, and it's a really, really quick game. I mean, it takes you probably no more than 20 minutes to get through a game, maybe a half hour. So, it's not bad. yeah, no, it's, uh, it's really cool. So it's one that I definitely want to look into getting an actual hard copy for. Probably, hopefully for Ice and Fire Con. Yeah, so evolution. Nice, nice, yeah, nice. Nico, what about you? Nice. Nice, nice. Uh, I am still on my uh, uh, George R.R. R. Martin reboot grind. And not like the bad reboot, but just the um, the re-canvassing. Um, that and it's it's baseball season, so getting and coaching some little league. But yeah, uh, trying to. Uh, I'm doing this like three phase song of ice and For fire. I, I thank you. I was just seeing if anybody was click on the draw there. Thank you, Joe. Uh, between listening to some audio book, um, reading some portions of the book, and rewatching the shows, partially uh, with the wife because she wasn't fully vested in all of it. So. Um, it is i am learning and picking up some things with a with a second uh second consumption and known show no hater that i am uh, i've realized on the second run through that it really is it really is season 5 that is to blame for all the show's problems that's where it absolutely goes from stumbling a little bit out of the block to just deciding it's going to fall on its face and go eat chicken wings. It's so (laughs) it's, it's, it's tangible. Like you can taste it in the back of your throat Mm -hmm. pretty much from the beginning of season five, how off the rails it gets and bad. Even you could almost even take the Dorn out of it. It would still be bad, but that just takes it over the top into what the fuck? Just terrible. Yeah, that's not yeah. And, and, and in Absolutely. hindsight, season four and three weren't really as bad as I remembered them being. They had some rushed things, which I was took offense to the first time. And they started to, the, the fork in the road started to, to, to crack and develop, but it's really there, like the end of four and into five, where it just goes off on its own and poops in its hand. <laughs> it doesn't even throw it. It just no. It, it, it. it just looks at it, kind of like gives himself gives it some, a sniff. Uh, yep, but then tries to rub it back in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say try to give themselves like some William Wallace war paint so to deal with it. <laughs> That's where I was going. Goes poorly. Nope. I pictured a guy trying to just like put it back. Straight yeah. up, uh, a hernia style. Like, uh, that's, I, uh, I, I use too much. Like, oh, I... Stow that for later. My hand. <laughs> Ain't uh, nobody got time for that. I'll just <laughs> put it back? <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, yeah, the, uh... <laughs> the rectal toothpaste tube is, is all out of whack. <laughs> it's like a, yeah. It's, just, yeah, it's, like, it's, a can of, it's like a can of moose. 
can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Reality is reality. <laughs> and it's so it's so bad that I can't enjoy it. I have not been able to enjoy watching at all this season. season you five. can't even hate watch it. Really. No, it's I'm just trying to to blast through it because I know now that season six it kind of um what's the word I'm looking for Re- reaffirms itself. It's back on track a little bit. So it it gets back on some rails. I'm not sure it's the right rails, but it's on at least solid ground. Yeah, I, and and small asterisk. Uh, hard home is in season five, which is its high water mark. Yeah, um, yeah. But anyhow, boy, it's fucking different. That showing book. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to do Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that they were doing that, and now I'm I haven't. I, I I lose hours of sleep on a nightly basis because of it. D D and D are doing a Star Wars movie. I What's thought it was a series. Is it a series? Or no, no, you are correct. I believe it's a series. What? Yep, yeah, it's absolutely true. HBO? Mm, no, no, that hasn't been confirmed. There's no. Uh, I'm assuming it's probably going to some shit like that. I won't watch something. I won't watch. Something owned by Disney? Nope, I won't watch. My boycott starts now with Solo. The Solo actually looks like it's going to be good, though. Does no. it? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm buying into it. I'll, I'll go see it. And... <laughs> Let us know. Report that. I, yeah. I will. You go first. <laughs> Make sure you take the shield down when you're there, just in case. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Why are the shields ever down? <laughs> uh, sorry, so I got a little long-winded there. Joe, how about you? I uh, a couple things. One, I uh, I beat Mario Odyssey like it owed me money. Oh boy, that's <laughs> <was> very satisfying. <sighs> well, that's I, such a fun visual. Had to had to give had to give it, uh, give the Nintendo Switch back to Houston. Uh, it was taking up way too much of my time. I beat it like it owed me money. Yep. <laughs> Give me the money. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like that uh, series of scenes in Family Guy with Stewie and Brian. Yeah, that was a fight scene. Yep. Broke his kneecaps and lit it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, the other thing, uh, Rob reminded me by mentioning uh, mobile games. Uh, my wife introduced me to this game on my phone called Space Team. Oh, <laughs> okay. yes. Ambitious. I love Space it's Team. It's fantastic. Uh, as long as everyone's on the same network. We'll, we'll play this at Ice and Firecon, for sure. Uh, Boy, that sounds that sounds like a working title they never change. <laughs> the game plays that way too. <laughs> like they publish yeah. it and they're like, oh no, 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 we're to, to deep space uh extravagance. Well mm-hmm. it'll have to stay space team, <laughs> Frank. Uh I actually no where is this? Uh, I love you reminded me uh, how to start. Turn the dial to play when everyone is in the waiting room with the green button. <laughs> Good luck and remember to work together. Dot 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 as a space team. <laughs> yep. And those are all the rules that you're given. Space team unite. And uh basically uh you're you're a, a team trying to operate a, a spaceship that's that's flying through space, go figure. And uh you're you're getting commands from the game that that uh are tell it's telling you what you need to do to keep the ship from from breaking apart as it travels through space. But you don't have everything in front of you that you need to answer it. Other people around you have it. So everyone is shouting commands to each other all over the place. And you've got to try and figure out how to keep the ship together long enough to advance through the game. And some of them and some of the commands are like uh, thrusters to three or, you know, right. uh, shield turn shields on. And then some of them are like absolutely Slunk fucking the bluster. Right. Defend your thesis. Right. Like, <laughs> whisper it's, the it's, fast drive. Right. And there'll be a and there'll be a button. It'll say it'll say fast drive, and then a button will say whisper, 
another button might say jump. And so you've got to figure out like, like when you're reading the commands, sometimes you have to read the whole command because it's not just a button you press because you might have to choose between whispering the fast drive or jumping the fast drive. Yeah. It's a it's tremendous weird. game and it's, it is pure chaos and just, uh, I just downloaded it's it. Delightful. Yeah, so we could it's have, fast. And, so we could have it for, uh, next time. We're yeah. Together. It's a, it's a good time. So, uh, it's, it's sort of like that. Um, uh, that game we p- played a lot of money to do at uh, Gen Con, <laughs> only yeah, that, uh, much more chaotic that, well, and free. That danger wanted nothing to uh-huh. do with. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what are you geeking on this week? GCR. Uh, a couple things. Also, uh, besides it being baseball season, uh, so that not only are the Cubs back on TV or Nick your Reds, but the. Uh, uh, Little League stuff. Um, I've been listening to Neil Gaiman's North Mythology. Norse Mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, read by him. How is uh, that? Six hours unabridged of pure delight. Oh, all right. It is just delightful. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, listen to the uh, Small Town Murder. Uh, um. Uh, episode concerning Laporte, Indiana. Oh, that's a good one. That dude's LaPorte. fucked up. Oh my god, I fucking died today. He would. I won't. That's get, a good episode. I won't get into too much detail, except for this. He, he was caught because what he would do is he would like, like a uh, kidnap teenage boys. Then he'd like go out in the woods and tie them to a tree, and then he'd like abuse them and stuff, and then he'd like hit him with, like, uh, the blunt end of an axe one time in the head and say, like, I hope you're dead. If you're not, my name's Frank Davis. And then he'd like, <laughs> run away. And so these some kids would die. Some kids would be like, no, I'm fine. Well, who did it to you? Frank Davis. <laughs> told me his name. This guy was a fucking moron. <laughs> and I just and fucking James and Jimmy just painted such a great picture. And, and it, it I laughed my ass off. My goodness. What is it about LaPorte, Indiana and serial killers? I don't know. I, I, Psycho breeding ground. Wasn't there like a, yeah. like a wasn't that the, Molly the Cafferty or something like Bell, that? Bell Gunnis. No. Yes. Yeah. That was so close. Yeah. Molly Rafferty, is that what you said? Yeah. yeah I think so. Bell Gunnis. Yeah, you were dancing right all, all over. <laughs> hey, before before we go, can I read you uh can I read you one of my favorite jokes? Can we do one of my favorite jokes? Please. Uh, this lawn supervisor was out on a sprinkler maintenance job and he started working on a Finley sprinkler head with a Langstrom 7-inch gangly wrench. Just then, this little apprentice leaned over and work on a Finley sprinkler head with a Langstrom 7-inch wrench. Well, this infuriated the supervisor, so he went and got volume 14 of the Kinsley Manual. And he reads to him and says, the Langstrom 7-inch wrench can be used with the Findlay Sprocket. Just then, the little apprentice leaned over and said, "It says Sprocket, not Socket." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. That's a joke about us. me. I think <laughs> that's a joke about me. He says, <laughs> "Like I just, I told that joke, and it perfectly nailed Joe's aesthetic. <laughs> like it was all like, like volunteer vegetarianism and." Bow ties. <laughs> it was all. I prefer my vegetarianism involuntary. It was all like French pressed coffee and Birkenstocks. It was all pointless pedantry and <laughs> Fred Armisen impressions. 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 <laughs> I said, but I. Good night, everybody. I'll be the Zen. <laughs> yeah, what he said. Bye. <laughs> and then you said, still a block away, silly bitches. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't counting a, on a line at Starbucks. I, I really thought uh, 7 in the morning on a Saturday was going to be too early for these hipster sleeping in types. But I guess I live in like a uh, like a fit hipster neighborhood, so everyone had already done their morning run. <laughs>